Big news for Xbox next week, big news for the Windows 11 kernel, and big news for Visual Studio. Happy Friday, friends. It is Friday. Another week has come and gone. I don't know. I, 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 I can't explain that. Anyways, uh, another week coming on. A little bit quieter in the world of Microsoft, although next week's uh, going to turn out to be about a $70 billion banger in the EU. We'll get into that here in a second, but obviously Google had I.O. and that has some ramifications for things that Microsoft is working on and going to market with. And so let's just dive into the tech news and then we'll get into the games and the questions and life's a journey. So let's begin. That was a what I cannot explain my mood this morning. Uh, anyways, Visual Studio is getting a long overdue visual refresh. And as uh, sort of happens anytime you change something that has kind of been static in nature, people aren't too happy about it. There's a lot of strong feedback about the Visual Studio updates, but they, Microsoft is working on a UI refresh. And so just kind of cross your fingers that your favorite button doesn't move or get uh, you know shoved under some sort of menu that you don't like because, hey, developers like things static. And Microsoft is a little bit more dynamic these days. But anyways, Microsoft is asking, as they always do, for feedback. And every once in a while, they will listen to what you are saying, much like on the Xbox side with the dashboard. And so, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, Microsoft has also announced that they are throttling. This sounds serious, but, but it, I mean, it is. Uh, but not as serious as it initially sounds. Microsoft has announced that they are throttling traffic from legacy Exchange servers, specifically as of right now, Exchange Server 27, or 27, 2007, that sends mail to Exchange online. Microsoft is worried about security vulnerabilities and other things kind of impacting their services, which is a fair cover for, you know, maybe we're just looking at our stuff that's out of date and people that are still using it should really update. And so we're going to start throttling things and making your life less pleasant. But either way, if you are running Exchange Server 2007, you need to be paying attention to what is going on there. In the world of Windows, if you're on the insider rings, Microsoft is saying that the first Rust code is now showing up in the Windows 11 kernel. And I suspect that if this goes well, we'll start to see this roll out more frequently and faster. But uh, that's a big change. Rust is a much more secure language that Microsoft is, is moving towards for a lot of their core components. And so, yeah, this is a big deal for Windows 11. Uh, Microsoft on the Bing AI chat side has now added history because we all love a little bit. No, uh, it's history. It's right. It's exactly what it is. It's really if you've used the chat GPT interface where you can go back and go to previous conversations. Now you'll be able to do that soon through Bing AI if you can't already on your own instance. So uh, other things coming out of the camp of Microsoft. Microsoft once again managed to shoot itself in the foot by announcing to all employees that they're not going to get raises this this year, which just like this one is a little rough. Uh, Obviously, this comes from the top, but it, this feels like an Amy Hood thing. Maybe they're looking ahead and thinking, well, revenue is not going to be so great in the next couple quarters. We need to work on our margins. So let's just not pay our employees more. Despite the fact that last quarter, just last quarter, we made $18 billion in net income. As a reminder, as I always like to say, net income is the amount of dollars they shoved into the bank account. And Microsoft looked at their employees and said, hey, thanks for helping us make that money. We're not going to pay you anymore. Now, granted, Microsoft, I believe, is going to be paying out their bonuses. And they are doing a stock buyback and a lot of Microsoft employees are shareholders, but it just like it just feels odd that if you're trying to attract talent and retain talent, telling them that like, look, thanks for helping us make all this gobs of money. But uh, yeah, no raises for you. No raises for you. Uh, Microsoft also announced this week they're planning to buy power from a nuclear fusion power plant that is not even online. It's coming from a startup that is claiming that they're going to have this online by 2028. Now, this is really interesting from a lot of different vantage points, mostly because fusion 
isn't really fully vetted yet. Like it's it's one of those things that's technically possible. It exists in our universe, but we've I don't think isolated it here on planet Earth to where we can do it in a sustainable way for a long term. And uh, but anyways, Microsoft inked a deal to start buying fusion power for their nuclear for their nuclear plants for their data centers starting in 2028. We'll see if that actually happens. That's one to put in the on the calendar because I hope it does. Like, don't get me wrong. I hope this thing plays out and everybody's happy and it works because uh, fusion is a big, big deal for our energy capacity here just on planet Earth as a human. Now, I'm not going to dive too deep into Google I.O. because there's tons of things out there. There's a new there's a new tablet, there's a new phone, and they're all priced relatively okay. There's the fold, their, their folding phone, uh, which is not priced it's okay, okay, but anyways, if you wanted to do a next-gen duo, like that's your best option. The two things that really came out of this is that Google announced that generative AI is going to be landing in their search results. Now, that's not all that surprising. You can thank Microsoft for that, right? Google's really feeling that fusion pressure. Again, not right. But they're really feeling that pressure, that crunch that, hey, like Bing has this thing we don't and people really like it and so we're going to have to do it too. The reason why I bring this up, because it's obviously seemed pretty logical, is that the way that they're going to implement it is it's going to be on top of their search results. This has massive ramifications for any business, which is all of them, that depend on search results to drive traffic. Now, if you're searching for something, you are, if you have that one of the top three spots, that is a massively lucrative place to live, and you can make a lot of money as a, as a, 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 a company. I kept thinking consumer fumbling my words there, but if you had a top couple spots, you had a massive chance to gain a ton of traffic from Google and build a business. By shoving that down below their generative AI stuff, it's really going to impact those companies. It's going to impact anybody who depends on any amount of traffic coming from Google, because as we all know what we see with Bing AI, it's just like your sourcing is just a little footnote. And so this is going to really shake things up. The advertising industry as well, it's going to consolidate power, in my opinion, more with Google and Microsoft. Uh, just because, again, the search results that drive traffic to other companies are now way down the list. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. It's going to be a massive disruption. Uh, Build is coming. So Microsoft, so Google I.O. is obviously Google's developer conference. Build will be here in, uh, it's about two weeks or so. I'm not expecting... Well, I shouldn't say that. We're not gonna, I'm not expecting hardware to be announced. Not like Google's really kind of blended the lines between like a consumer event and a developer event. And so... They announced hardware. I'm not expecting hardware from Microsoft at their event. It's more of a developer showcase. How to use AI is probably going to be the overall driving theme. Now, on to the gaming news, my friends, because there was uh, there were a couple of bombshells. First off, the 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 Rogue Ally or ROG Ally has been fully unveiled, and it's pretty much everything the leaks expected. Uh, the one interesting thing was that there, or one of the many interesting things was is that there is going to be a cheaper version. So I believe right now you can get it for $6.99, and later this year they're going to have a $5.99 version, obviously, with lower specs. However, this thing is the Xbox handheld killer, in my opinion. I mean, you, you can satchel this thing up to a, a desktop 4090 with that huge gargantuan plug that plugs into the top. Granted, you're not going to be doing that on the go, but you could do it locally. I mean, that's one thing, like sitting at your desk. You can definitely do it. This thing is the Xbox handheld killer. There's no... Th this to me, would be very hard for Microsoft to compete with because it has super high-end specs in one minor area, and that would be battery life. Battery life is actually pretty weak. Looks like if you're getting about two-ish hours, something like that, when you're playing games, which and on a decent flight, like really any flight for that matter, of, of like that's not a puddle jump or like a like a like a whatever interstate thing here in the U.S., uh, you're gonna run out of juice on that flight. So 
The battery life is by far the weakest. If Microsoft could somehow do this with better battery life, but at the same price, they can't. It'd be really tough. Like the sweet spot for Microsoft, like what would the sweet spot be for an Xbox handheld? It'd probably be about $399. That would have to be roughly where they are. And it's, I don't think it's going to be better than what Steam does. I mean, potentially they could get some windows on there, but yeah, I don't, I'm not, everyone really wants an Xbox handheld, but I think you have two really good options if you want mobile handheld gaming that encompasses games from the Xbox, the Steam, uh, Steam Deck, and the Ally. So the other massive thing that is going to be happening as early as Monday is that uh, Raiders is reporting that the EU is expected to announce their approval of Microsoft's $70 billion acquisition as early as Monday. So keep your eyes and ears peeled, my friends, because that will be cataclysmic across the industry after what happened with the CMA. And speaking of the CMA, Activision slash Blizzard has hired top lawyers uh, in the UK to reject this whole thing that's going on with the CMA. And so, yeah, um, keep keep that in mind so we've got a lot a lot of the action happening there monday should be super duper interesting so on to the questions of the week let's refresh the thread i tweet this out so at bd sams on the twitters oh one other thing that i completely forgot that happened this week that my own company we launched a new app called groupie 2 so obviously my company makes this i was leading the team that develops this and, and shipped it and marketed it and all that stuff uh groupie 2 allows you to ta add tabs to literally everything in windows so if you like tabs on chrome or edge or whatever you can add tabs to excel you can it integrates with tabs on file explorer so i'll drop a link down in the description of both the video and the podcast and uh, you can try it it's free for 30 days and uh i don't know i really like it i've been using it every day for about a month now so on to the questions here jv632 says hey brad zach bowden or as i refer to him as zach 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 and i are friends uh might have let the cat out of the bag on the surface pretend he no longer expects it to see one this year are you hearing the same thing and should i wait for it as opposed to the pro 9 i haven't heard if it's been delayed past this year i do believe that there's going to be a hinge change uh, on the next version so just keep that in mind if you're really attached to the hinge the, the kind of the best way i think about it, especially right now is if you need a device today buy one today if you're always waiting for the next thing you're always going to be waiting and so if you need one right now i would the pro 9 is an, an exceptional device and you'd be super happy with it Jay Vicar says, Brad, hi Brad, this is, oh, this is Joe. Uh, thank you for all the excellent Microsoft content. Thank you for all the excellent questions. Uh, what do you think of Google's AI announcements? Do you think they've caught up to OpenAI and Microsoft? And do you think their trajectory aligns, is aligned to surpass them? Or do you think they will continue to be behind if they haven't caught up already? So here's the thing. Right, Microsoft or slash ChatGPT slash OpenAI were first out of the gate. So they had that first mover's advantage, right? So they got to the market, they're leading the industry. That, that is not really questioned. However, their ability to add more features and functions will plateau where Google will close that gap. Yes, Bard was not as good as GPT. I, they were a different class uh, of quality, right? Bard was way behind, but Google has near infinite resources and can dump just about a near infinite amount of money into their own solution so they will close that gap will it ever be exactly the same no there will probably always be scenarios where one thing is better than another actually bing image search actually i think in my opinion was superior to google image search but google's basic search was way better than microsoft's i mean you got to remember the achilles heel of what OpenAI and what gpt are doing with bing is that bing's search engine still just wasn't as good as google so google could have a, comp a competitive advantage just because they have a better search engine right we are still in we're not even in the early days we're like in the primordial soup days of ai and so i if google 
should be worried potentially about the short term and Microsoft disrupting some of their business. But long term, I think Google will be just fine and be able to build a comparable and competitive product to what Microsoft is doing. Time is the, the great equalizer. And just because you're first doesn't mean you're always best, right? Search engines existed long before Google showed up, right? But Google built a better mousetrap. And there could be another AI company that comes along that outsmarts both Microsoft and Google in this space. So I think it's still fair game that things are going to continue to change and evolve. The biggest thing that we can all agree, at least I can fundamentally agree on, is that how we search for content today is going to change. Who can replace, you know, who is the dominant player in that? Might might not be Google anymore. Might be somebody else. Might be Bing. But how we search for content is going to change. It is already starting to change. So, uh, Cadgart coming in with a couple questions. He says, good morning from oh, Sweden. He says, I'm here for a two-week vacation. I thought I'd listen to your podcast while on the train to Gothenburg. Uh, I've never been to Gothenburg. I've actually, I've never been to Sweden, so I don't know. obviously I've never been to Gothenburg. Uh, what's the deal with the family? Oh, God. Uh, what's the deal with the family game pass? If I assume we're waiting for if, when the ABK deal goes through. So that was my kind of assumption but we've seen it floating around and Microsoft is very clearly not being shy about the game pass but they are sitting on their hands I don't know if we're going to see it at the event in June so Microsoft has an event coming up right a game showcase where they're going to do Starfield and they're also going to have their basically Starfield and then other and that might be a place where they do talk about it that would be a great announcement it, it is ready to go from my understanding of what is happening internally and so maybe that is when we'll hopefully see it he says, what games are you hoping to talk about at the June event? I think Starfield uh, is a given. That is one thing I'm really excited to see. I hope, I hope we get some more information about Forza as well, right? Forza is coming this, as I say, this afternoon in the fall. That is one thing I hope we hear about. Uh, Vald, I don't know if we're going to hear much about Avowed, but that's the other one that's kind of piquing my interest that is still, right? It's on the horizon, but given how things have and haven't shipped for Microsoft, I suspect it's further rather than closer. So we'll see if any of those, uh, well, we know two of those will definitely, but Avowed would be the nice, like, hmm, let's see what they have going on here. And then he comes in and says, I don't know much. Uh, I don't know how much you were into the handheld market, but the Steam Deck was a savior on my flight to Stockholm. Some reviews are out of the Asus Ally. I was curious what your opinion of that device is, if you have any. Uh, you can scroll it back a little bit in the podcast, but the opinions are, I think it's a great, like, I think it's, if, you, if you're looking at a Steam Deck and saying, eh, I really want the best handheld. If you want the best handheld, in my opinion right now, it's probably the Ally. Now, granted, we got to wait and see about durability. We got to see about longevity and how it works over, you know, effectively in the real world. So maybe not drop your money on day one. But I think between the Steam Deck and the Ally, you have two wonderful options to get higher quality gaming, your PC games on your handheld or on a handheld, I should say, uh, in a pretty top class experience. And if you really just want everything, the Ally is the better option because it can do Xbox. It can do the whole, uh, it can just do things a little bit better than the Steam Deck. So it's got Windows on there. And uh, yeah, I think, I, think th I think this is an emerging market. I don't think it's a huge market though. I don't, because I mean, how many people listening to this are saying, gosh, I really want to spend $700 to be able to play PC games sitting on my lap. There, there is a market for that. There absolutely is a market for that, but it's not I don't think it's as big as, say, the console market. And then Mr. PKI wrapping it up for the week. He says, here's a fun one to end this week. <laughs> Have you tried playing Redfall? Is it really bad like Cyberpunk? Or are people setting their expectations too high for new games? So first off, they are definitely not setting their expectations too high for new games. Redfall is a mess. I have not played it, but I've watched enough reviews where there's just anim animals. Animations clipping through walls. Uh, enemies spawning underground and you have to sh try to shoot them through the floor. The game, by all means, is a mess. 
And no, I have not tried playing it. Maybe, maybe I'll give it a, a whirl here in a little bit, but it seems like I would never, like, I think I've said it multiple times here, like Redfall was never really my type of game. Like the zombie vampires demographic was never really like something I enjoyed. Um, it just wasn't for me. Although vamp I did play a lot of vampire slayers, but that was less, whatever. Um, so maybe I'll give it a try just for, to see how bad it's like going to watch a train wreck sort of thing. Like you're kind of curious on one side, like you kind of watch with one eye open. Um, but yeah, I'm not rushing to download it if that isn't clear. So I'd be curious, Mr. Peak, have you tried it? I'd be curious to know your opinions. I'd be curious to know everybody else's opinions. So uh, that wraps it up. Like I said, kind of a quieter week this week with Google I.O. We've got, I think next week will be super interesting. If Microsoft does get that approval in the EU, I'll be curious to see if there's any stipulations that are attached, which there probably will be in some capacity. But uh, time will tell, my friends. And as always, make sure to keep it subscribed here because the only BS on this podcast is me. <laughs>